Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Live from the tent in Wonger's yard, this is the Three Musketeers edition of Footy Prime the Podcast. With little Jimmy Sharman, big old hands Craig Forrest, and who could have got it wrong, Dan Wong. For the rest of the gang at Footy Prime, let's get this tent party started. Thank you, JC. Not sure what you said because at time of taping you haven't forwarded it to us. But I'm sure it's really good because JC's great at openings. You sound great, JC. You sound great. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Especially velvety on this day. Welcome to the tent. The Footy Prime tent. Shaman Forest Wong here. No Dickio. No Dunlop. Dunlop's still uh, recovering from his book signing last night at Opera Bob's, of which we didn't go because <laughs> we're assholes. Reading his arms. Sore from children. All the all the books. Yeah, you, both of them. No, I'm not sure it was a good. It was a good uh, <laughs> event, but we we couldn't make it. Unfortunately, I think JC went. I feel a bit guilty. B, I do. I'm sorry. I just could not make it. I apologized on our dark web. Did you? I did, because I felt badly. But it was on a Tuesday night, and I hibernate every day. I have those children. Yes, because it's the only way to stay in control for myself. Do they keep you grounded? Very grounded. They're, they're teen angst, grounds Dan Wong. <laughs> Are you grounded by your daughter, Craig, even now in her 20s? Did she ground you? Did she ground me? Good question. No. No? Did not, she ever not ground you? Not in the way that you would think. Is she what? Did she ever <laughs> grind you? Grind, ground, grind were you? Were you ever grounded what? by her? When, yes. When she was younger? Yeah, yeah. When yeah. she was younger. So at what point will I stop being grounded is my question. <laughs> Are you, though? Are you just going to say that? Because I know you're like all compromised. You work for Newcastle. You're happy to take the <laughs> yeah. bone saw money. Yeah. He listened because I can put my, my daughter through a good school because of the bone saw money. So, oh, isn't that nice? That's what I'm doing. I'm doing it for the children. Yeah, for the children. Nothing like the nothing yeah. like your gold toilet. Wouldn't be for your your platinum fucking windshield. Yeah. So wasn't it some some open up some the account crap the, rag the Kagoji account? Kajoji, Kajoji, whatever is Jagogi or man. Oh, Kagoji, yeah, Kagoji. You got it wrong. What is wrong? Who is it? What's his name? Kashogi. Kashogi was it? Jeez, you guys are killing me. You're confusing me. There's a Queen song called Kashogi's Ship on the Miracle album released 1988, but I don't think it's about him. 
Right. <laughs> well, I, I I know we were going to go on some. I wanted to just start our podcast off with a wonderful, wonderful uh, review. And I thought it was a good idea. And this is from our friend. And I didn't wear, wear my glasses. So... Can you read that? Do you have money? What is Craig, wrong with Craig you? is going to read this. Yeah, I'm, I, I, Craig is going to read I it. I literally have my new glasses ready uh, Friday. <laughs> nice. Nice <laughs> sprinkle lenses. Who's it from? And then read it. Okay, Actually, Bubbles. Tell well, us. I think they're going to look crap, too. Do you? Well, I got to tell you. I will tell you a quick story before I read this. It said, I went, so I go to the optometrist, right? Yeah. Peter Sarantopoulos, former Canadian international, been in the business for yonks. So, I got my eye tested, and you know, they drop that stuff in your eyes to dilate your pupils, and then you can't see shit for your bone. Like, your bone, you can't see anything. Yeah. And I can't see anything without my glasses anyway. Right. So now, I'm trying on these frames, <laughs> trying to decide. <laughs> and Anyway, so I took some selfies, but I decided at the store. Right. And I went home and looked at the selfies. <laughs> I was like, oh, for Listen, fuck. Listen, can you show them to us? No. Come on, I want to see awful. these. It's awful. <laughs> bubbles. No, it's good. He's bubbles are uh, Elton John Elton in the John. 70s. Which one, though? He's got oh, so yeah. many different variations. It's going to oh. be Captain are they, Fantastic. Are they flamboyant? No. Are they Are they nerdy? Thick-framed? Large? I'll show you in a second. Hang on. John Lennon. Little round no, ones. No, round no, ones? No. no, those are cool. No, they're, they're, you smoke a lot of dubs. They are a little, no. they are a little well, round. There you go. If you smoke dubs, like... Wanted, Someone might say about our friend. I wanted to Greg change Greg the frames a bit. Greg Rorest. Change the frames. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Have an option. So they are a little rounder. But you don't like it. But them. they're the the um what do you call this part? You you gotta say that in the microphone. The joint is not halfway down like Oh Gandhi. Okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but they're rounder than you would have perhaps chosen had you thought about it properly. Maybe. I think, now, your mate, the optometrist. Oh, well, I went on a say... lot of his advice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you have a blind optometrist telling you, oh, a straight, straight blind optometrist telling you how good you're looking glasses. He had great glasses on. He had those. Um... Yeah, that's because his wife or some one who's trained in design helped him. Well, he's that type of guy. He's designy type guy. Now, he played for Canada. Are you going to read this? Thing? Yeah, he played for Canada. Played with, the, uh, played with them in the under-20 uh, World Cup. Really? Yeah. And Actually, was he in school for optometry then? Or was this a post-career? You know what? Not then, but soon. Because his dad moved over from Greece um, in the 50s. Opened up an optometrist on the Danforth, as you, as you do, as you're from Greece. Yeah, so my optometrist is actually in the Danforth. What's it called? I'll find out. Danforth Optometry, well, I think. Well, because anyway, his dad, his his dad, <laughs> isn't that like a? Is that a place? No, it's definitely Danforth um, it's a Greek Optometry. Name. It's a Greek no. name. No, well, I don't know, maybe. But anyway, this store is still there, and the son, Peter's brother, runs it. Right, but Peter's an optometrist of it. Oh, the no, the other one, oh, a oh, young and egg. Oh. And his sister's got a store as well. And, and she's, she's an optom- optometrist too. Yeah, really? She is. And she's on. She's at Young and Egg on the north east corner. So they've created a syndicate of optometrist stores. Yeah, it's interesting. All eh? the three corners of the city. That's right. Yeah. It's even over the eyes of the city. Yeah. What is the Greek mafia called? Do we know? Is there a Greek mm, mafia? I'm assuming there is. 
Slovakli. Um, what? So <laughs> your mate, though, so he, he became an optometrist after his playing career, obviously. Yeah, think. and when he was playing, he was going to school at the same time. Was his family, his, his sister and brother, already optometrists when he retired, before he became an optometrist? Yes. They were. Yeah, I so believe was, so. Because I was wondering that, you know. Um, that Terry Dunfield, right? It's been a Terry recently. His brother is a very successful financier, some sort, hedge fund guy, right, for right. a long time. And I was joking with Terry because, you know, for the longest time, Terry was a professional footballer in the family, probably the coolest, most popular mm. member of the family. And, and now he's no longer a footballer, and his brother's just risen above the ranks and is far more successful and better than Terry. He uh, must, you know, make Terry feel terrible. Financier, though. They are they're at the top of the level. They're the top of the fans. Financiers, <laughs> cream. Yeah, well, we can flash it around a little. Fucking bit. financiers. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone in finance listening to us? We hey, love you, Jonathan Osorio. By the way, speaking of Terry Dunfield, I think when he made his debut for Toronto FC, he replaced Terry Dunfield. Oh. Did he really? Eh? That I was. Be- I believe it was. Yeah. What's that? Well, yeah. Who Not replaces, for Terry. Who replaced him? <laughs> my Dr. Stavros Petro is my uh, optometrist in the Danforth. So a Greek guy too. Yeah. What's his name, sorry? Dr. Stavros Petro. Oh, okay. So not, not your mate's brother. No. Where does this podcast yeah, Steve, I don't know. Are you going to read that uh, review for us, brother? Yeah, I'll try. Um, it says, uh, and thanks for this. Uh, oh, Jesus, I just dropped it. <laughs> One toke over the line. Uh, no, no tokes. No tokes. One toke over the okay. line. Okay. Oh, this is the right one. And read and <laughs> I mean, I read use your microphone. One. You guys suck. <laughs> yeah. Bunch of idiots. Funny, informative, and edgy. Hosted by five guys that enjoy each other's company. Two of them are former professionals who played at the highest level in the UK and, in, and internationally. They tell some hilarious stories. Great mix of EPL and international discussions with the focus on Canada's national team. I don't miss an episode. One of my favorites. And who was that? It says it at the bottom. Danny Dickey. I'm, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not, no spelling mistakes. Brendan Dunlop. Can you read that? It, uh, who's? It says it at the bottom in a light blue font color. Save money uh, one. <laughs> yeah. Is that guy? No. It's it's the name of the guy on on Apple iTunes or save, save money save money one point is he a financier? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, anyway, we got a nice review. That's that was a nice points. review. That's a five stars. Review. There you go. Hey, hey. we got yeah. a nice review. What a nice four star. So refreshing. One. Oh, another five star. That's nice. Oh, yeah, that's great. One of our four stars said, "Fix Craig's internet." It was three <laughs> words. I was like, "Ooh, that's oh yeah." It's but not, it, was, it is annoying. But it's it's been better recently. It's perfect. Yeah, when we're in the tent you, together, I think fantastic. we always seem the tent is way better. I think we seem to all go over like different problems at different times. We do. It's true. We do. So there's something outside of our individual. Interview. Yeah. And speaking of John, Jonathan Osorio, we're interviewing him this week. Yes, which is super cool. Yes. Mm-hmm. World Cup qualifying. Yeah. So here he is. Scores at the famous Azteca. Azteca. Unbelievable, well played. It was assisted by Alfonso Davies, wasn't it? That's I look back at my notes. Maybe I should ask him that in the quiz. Yeah. So we're going to give him a little quiz about nice. Azteca. Yeah. All certain different famous things because obviously it held two World Cup finals, some famous games. We're also we're gonna, goals. We're going to give him a bit of a uh, hot stove rapid fire one too. 
fun stuff so we learn about them a little bit. Like uh, Drake or The Weeknd mm. or Bieber. We'll give them three. Hmm. Well, you'd probably say Drake because he, uh, he showed up. Yeah. Was, uh, we'll find out. Was Ozo there when he showed up? Or had he, well, uh, I, I know this much that um, he wasn't there, uh, Drake, for very long. They met at a restaurant. Uh, obviously, Alfonso got there. But uh, guys like Max. Um, Max Crepeau. Crepeau, yeah. He got there uh, five minutes too late. And he was not there anymore. What you, uh, this is, this is, Craig Forrest, TMZ, TMZ Yeah, Craig. yeah. But Craig Forrest has, has a bit of a hate on for Drake. I don't. I don't. I don't understand his no, music. No, I, I don't have a hate on. And there's there's things about him. I, I think re- I think the term professional jock sniffer was what was used. No, and I didn't all say he's trying that. to do. I think it did. All I think he's it trying to do. I didn't say professional. All, all, <laughs> <laughs> all he's trying to do is help to grow the game. That's all Drake's trying to do. Yeah, but there isn't a bandwagon that that guy won't jump on. There isn't a single bandwagon. He had the Irish flag around him at McGregor's fight. He's in the dressing room in Miami during the NBA final, in Cleveland, in L.A. He loves everyone, that's all. Right? He's full of love. He's like... And and, and I don't mind if he's... He's the Forrest Gump of of hip-hop. Yeah. But if he... And if he he comes to the Canadian team and he wants a picture... He wants a picture of whoever... When they're not good or they've got potential. <laughs> so this is what we're going to do. We're going to invite right? Drake down to the tent. and yeah. he, He'll he, come here as well because yeah. one guy calls him a professional jock sniffer. Yeah. The other one calls him a Forrest Gump of hip-hop. <laughs> so he'll definitely come here. He's welcome. But we'll have him here and he can tell us why he's neither of those things. Yeah. I think it's more like it's as big. I mean, he's a big freaking deal. And I like the fact that he loves Toronto and he, you know, reps the city really, really well. Like a lot of guys don't do that. He's uh, at his level is like different, different class, different class. But he's meaning he's a big deal that he has a picture with Alfonso Davies. That's that's not that's going out to millions and millions of people. Bayern Munich tweeted it out. Yeah. Yeah. He also knows that. You know the numbers, Dan. You know this works. Yeah. So it just, he's, and he's millions got, and millions and yeah. millions of people. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he's. I think he's the most followed musician on, on Instagram, isn't he? Drake? Dude, you're I just believe. making stuff yeah, up. Yeah, I'm. I, <laughs> I can tell when you're reaching. <laughs> yeah. He's got this, this face Because I really think Come that's... Come on, just no, agree with me. I don't think that's I, the case. I, I can't agree no? with you. Who is, who's got more followers than Drake? It's Taylor Swift. Oh, no. No, just, uh, just musician. Uh, Look it up. Um, <laughs> Craig, you got look it up. Who, who was the your girl that was playing? <laughs> in Man- so blind. Who was the girl that was playing in Manchester when the ball went off? Oh, Ariana Grande. Like she's got to be up there, right? Yeah. Wasn't it Demi Lovato? Wasn't it? No, it was like Ariana. Person? It was Ariana. They different. They, yeah. Okay. They're different people. And who's Katie Holmes? <laughs> Katie Holmes almost did a movie with Katie Holmes. Who did? I did. Yeah. Yeah. Like you were acting. Yeah, but they couldn't. They finished. No, not me acting. I would have been an executive sounded, producer. Right? Oh, I almost did a movie. Here. I would have been an executive producer. Really? What yeah. happened? You, I they found out about your history. No, the we almost there. One financier, a bond company, backed out at the and last the financier. Minute. Yeah, financiers. Just so you know, they cause all the problems <laughs> along with Drake, the Forrest Gump of hip hop. <laughs> Well, whether he's the most followed or not, he's got a lot of followers. But so is Fonzie, of course. Yes. 
So maybe actually Drake was using Fonzie to help market his own brand. They're using each other. Could be that as well. Okay, we're well, all and big... I'm sure for Fonzie. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Man, it's a big freaking deal, man. It's great He's for a superstar. Who is yeah. who is the Drake when you played? Like, if there's one person you wish could have walked through that locker, locker room door or that restaurant door for five minutes to pose before uh, you know Stolteri and Brendan showed up, who would it be? No, not just that. Would also have to have that older players would have thought he's a jock sniffer. Yes. Yeah. Right? It's not just as easy to go, so it's a Ipswich. famous dude. It's someone who you'd go, oh, he's a bandwagon jumper, too, if he was an older bitch like look you. At, look at that bitch old forest grumpy, posing with that bitchy twat. forest, all angry in the corner, mad that Drake didn't take a picture <laughs> with everybody. Yeah, didn't who come, was it? He didn't come with who was it? Mind you, Drake was when like When you were 21 at Ipswich old. and yeah. you're starring, who were you hoping would walk through that door? Meanwhile, Frank Yallop's going, ah, get a fucking catch nowadays. Yeah. Jock sniffers? Yeah. Like who is that? Who is that? Like who did you want to see walk through that restaurant door, and that you know that the older players, older would guys would have gone. Yeah, this guy's a, this guy's it's a wanker. Be... Not you. So the the the, the celebrity. So nineteen ninety, we're talking roundabout. Yeah, this. yeah. Hadaway. What is love? I don't know. <laughs> don't I couldn't even. It's, it's, no, who's it's, that? Um, <laughs> Aaron Neville. Aaron Neville. Was it Aaron Neville? <laughs> Burn all the wire. <laughs> Craig wanted Aaron Neville to walk through so he could pose. No, who was it? Was there? Was there Obama? Someone? No, nineties. Nineteen ninety. Switch. Or when you're at West Ham. That's a pretty nerdy pick, to be honest with you, anyway, you know, politician. Yeah. As much as a pretty great politician. No, wow. like a rock star. That's like yeah. someone you would have gone, shit, they might invite me backstage. You were backstage at a couple concerts. Yes. So yeah. were you, were there, was there anybody there where you'd be like, man. Roger just... Daltrey. There you go. Daltrey. Mm. Lead singer cool. of The Who. He's yes. tiny, right? He'd be like a dwarf yeah. against you. Yeah. Chrissy, is he tiny? Chrissy Hines. Small, yeah. That's Chrissy Hines pretenders. Yeah. That's nice. pretty cool. You know, it was at a it was at a Brian Adams concert in at Wembley Arena. And you know like How big is Arena? Because I know that's attached to the stadium, right? It's not attached, it's right next door to the old Right. So that's like a twenty thousand person place. Not even. Fifteen. Yeah. They had the Lennox Lewis yeah. Razor Ruddock fight there, I think. I watched uh, yeah. the Benson Hedges uh, Masters there, Snooker. Snooker. Mm. Yeah. It's basically <laughs> just two, like, it's, walls. It's like a barn. It's quite small, though. It's very intimate. Yeah. 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 I so saw you saw Brian Adams there. Adams, uh, um, ACDC was there. Did you get to meet him because you're Canadian? Well, he, 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 didn't, we were, he didn't come over and say hi or anything. No, no he didn't know who I was. But He's got COVID people, right now, backstage. Too. But I was just amazed that yeah. how in Canada he gets a bit of a... We don't support our own here. We don't. We, we smash him down. We We're really In some ways, worse than down. the Brits in, in some ways. Except like, in comedy. The only place right. we ever supported anyone was in comedy. Yeah, you're right. The SCTV crowd. SCTV. And that's because they were ahead of their time. But they music, all I mean, were ahead of their time. I mean, uh-huh. obviously Nickelback would be the one that screams out. Now, I'm no Nickelback fan, but I don't understand the hatred towards them. Like, how can you, like... Oh, I, the, why? What, what's they're the living in mansions. Like, how, like, what the fuck? They weren't doing... They're doing something, right? Yeah, seriously. I'd be quite they happy. They stadiums still. So, oh, yeah. But why this is, it? Why? is why you remind me just of... You see, you know a lot about Nickelback. Is that, is that Nickelback? 
that's Nickelback. Is it? I think but why, so. why do they hate it so much, though? I don't know. I, I never understood why they were good, and I didn't understand why everyone hated them so much. No. I didn't understand either. It's very generic to me, boring music. They were the Chilliwack. But not hateful. They were the Chilliwack of the Forrest Gump <laughs> of the... Chilliwack <laughs> of the 90s. <laughs> I thought right? that they had some catch. Who, the catch. Chilliwack did? Oh, the other two. Or yeah. Nickelback. Ch- yeah, both. Chilliwack, Nickelback... Nickelback has That's a rhyme there. Catchy, it's a little uh, hip hop. She's whack and back. Yeah. <laughs> but Celine Dion, here's what oh, she gets absolutely pounded yes. here. And let's, be, let's face it, she's got an unbelievable voice. Who's that? I don't know if she Celine no, Dion. That's not Dion. True. I don't think she gets it that bad here. Oh, you know? she gets pretty bad. Maybe bad. In, in but a, it's her music that is bad. Ben Nick and Ladies were hammered in the 90s, and they're great. They were, they were hammered. Really? Yeah, they were like seen as a joke band. I never understood why. Really talented guys. I thought BNL was always good. They were big. They were they were good. There were people in Canada like them. That music, you know, we've had a few that they've supported. But we hammer our footballers far more. God, it's going to be hard being Canadian footballer. <laughs> Trashed by the media. <laughs> by the well, that's one thing media. about it, right? You're so far under the radar, right? You're just... <laughs> oh, the can- Canada soccer played. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, you're in a gold cup like the, yeah. the your confederation final, the the Euro equivalent, and when you won the, the gold cup, there was did a couple you family to there. see more, you know, hoopla back home. I flew back to England right away. Every everybody did except for a few, like Jeff Clark. I think kind of did a tour across Canada for everybody. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He said it was great. Yeah, so yeah. He enjoyed a little bit of fame, did he? Because yeah. I can't remember it being apart from you, well, Jerry and uh, myself, basically, who were the two people hosting soccer shows at the time. I can't remember. Well, they called every game except the final from. Jerry did. From the two, who from, from the studio. Who was doing color? Bobby, Leonard Uzi. Oh, yeah. was it really? Okay. Yeah. You took Bobby's job. No, not really. Bobby Kinda. didn't care. Bobby didn't, would rather not get on a flight, I think. Hey, but but when many? we scored against Mexico in the golden goal in the quarterfinal, yeah. um, when Jerry's doing the call and you could just hear Bobby in the background like laughing. He's just like, ha, 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 ha. They just, <laughs> like losing his shit. He's just, he's just yeah. like, I can't believe it. They just fucking beat Mexico. You played at the LA Coliseum when you won that, right? Yeah. And it was against Honduras? Colombia. Colombia. How big was the LA Coliseum? Because that was the Olympic Stadium, LA Coliseum. Yeah. So I think it's like 104,000 people it's, can fit into it. At one time. I think it's been restricted now. but yeah, No, no, I'm talking at that time. Oh, yeah. So yeah, had 80, 000, Mexico no. made it, this, well, is yeah, why, right. sure. this is why they were unhappy right. with Canada making it. How many people are in the stands out of 104,000 well, person capacity? What they, uh, they, they announced? Person capacity. 104. Oh, 104. <laughs> You know what? They're, you're closer to that than the actual number they, really? they was it, said. I can't remember now. Actually, seven thousand yeah. is what they said. Was Just it seven? Plucked, plucked out a number of <laughs> on the number seven zeros. <laughs> instead of probably every Mexican heritage ancestry person who loves soccer in the California area would have gone to that game against right. Colombia. And also remember who wow. the president of Concacaf was at that time, Jack right. Warner, right? Who's who was in exile, was corrupt as they could get, and he was making money off TV, right? So, numbers, commercial kickbacks, all that kind of stuff. It and was he, a fucking miracle we won that. Yeah, miracle, miracle. And, and, and I get it. it. I, I get it from a business standpoint. The Gold Cup wouldn't exist if Canada, if everybody was like Canada. 
Like, we're the only team, the only team. I think Martinique bring more to the tournament than we do. We don't bring any fans to the away, to away games. Well, listen, let's just, just not to upset the Voyagers. There are a handful of fans that make those trips. Very few, and they yes. are hardcore. Oh, my God. I, I know you're saying, though. I know you're saying. Compared yeah, it's not to, like I'm like, talking about I know, you're not, section. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm just... Yes, of just course. Back. Yes. They can be a bit... Well, no, no, right. those Voyagers. Not, well, the last not, game... Yeah. They looked amazing. That was fantastic. Oh, yeah. That's the thing. I don't want to. I'm not talking. Certainly, don't want to talk down to those guys because those guys are top, top class. I mean, if we we could have sixty thousand of them, that's all we need. Ooh. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We go. We're on or something. Well, there's gonna be a lot at Edmonton next week. Oh, you know. Are you going to the game now? Is that am, confirmed? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. when do you fly out? Um, the Wednesday, the tenth. What hotel are you on. staying in in case Craig and I jump on a plane? And- <laughs> yeah, let me tell everyone in the podcast. <laughs> I'll be staying at this hotel. Come on by for a party. <laughs> but you're going on Wednesday? Yeah. Interviews? The, yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. Got a couple of cots just in case. It'd be a big bed, boys. Plenty of room. <laughs> we'll keep each other warm. Sleep on a bed and nails. You're so tired. <laughs> Uh, yeah, tenth to the seventeenth. I'm there, so uh, um, still trying to figure out exactly. Ooh. And what how is the um, significant other feeling about you oh, getting she's away? She loves week. to get me out of the house. Yeah, well, wouldn't you? Yeah, right. Yeah, if <laughs> I if I were having sex with you once a six months, yep. Then so yes, she can guarantee this is once she can guarantee no sex for a week. Yeah, she's happy about that. Right. Right. Well, no sex with you well, for a week. Yes, yes. yes. No, you're right. Herself. Which Sorry. Is much better. <laughs> little quick knock on the window. Is he gone? I saw I've him driven all I the saw way him to on Pickering. TV. I saw him on TV. Um, he's definitely not there right now. That's a yeah. good point. Craig, Shit. don't drive out to Pickering next week. <laughs> Looks so guilty. Yeah, he does. It's a short drive. Yeah. That's what that's what Charms keeps saying to us. Uh, yeah, it's five uh, minutes away. It gets longer. I'm serious. It's seven minutes away. Pickering to downtown not, Toronto. You know what I drove this morning? I drove down like four in the morning because I had a, a shoot at the, at the pie oh, shop. Right. And um, it took me 20 minutes on Kingston Road with no traffic. 20 minutes. Of course... You wouldn't be coming at four in the morning, but it isn't that far. But Charm's wife's lover, four in the morning, took 20 minutes. Long. Took me that long to get here. Well, exactly, right? Come on, DuPont. Precisely. Like every, everybody's doing construction. Oh, this city's crippled, oh, man. I came, I came from Pickering today to uh, Liberty Village, and it was fine until I hit the, uh, the lakeshore. Right. And it took me an hour from the lakeshore at the end of the DVP. To get to Liberty Village, what a freaking joke! It's a broken city. The other thing I wanted to bring up is, uh, with Edmonton was to remind the uh, people who follow us on Twitter that we're going to start trolling. I'm going to tell you, we're going to start trolling Costa Rica and Mexican national teams, and we're going to be sending them the weather forecast for that day and the four- the 12th and the 14th for the next couple of weeks. So. Cool. So Please re- retweet that. Yeah. Uh, but in all fairness, I looked at, well. I looked at the long term forecast, and it didn't. It wasn't as cold well, as we wanted it to be. It said a wee bit of snow it could be a centimeter that day, and it was like minus four. Yeah, but minus four is no picnic to play in. I played at minus fourteen at Varsity, and that's no picnic. That was no picnic. But the other <laughs> the part was we. Uh, jumped into uh, not all the guys, but the offensive linemen jumped into uh, broomball shoes. What? 
because it was ice on the field. What are broomball shoes? Broomball shoes are. Do you, you've never heard of broomball? No, I've heard of broomball. Okay, I don't so know what it's, it is. It's a winter game played on ice with so it, with a, a big ball and fake brooms. What is wrong with you Canadians? I don't know. We come up with stupid sports in the Wait, winter. You got ringette. You got hockey. You got curling. Right. Let's just try something on ice. Basically. Yes. And so, these broomball shoes have thick rubber spongy. Uh, soles, and you can run on ice. So our offensive linemen used them during the football game <laughs> at Varsity <laughs> Stadium because it was minus 14. Really? Yes. That, that's, yeah, that is not nice to be hit on. No, so I'm wondering if broomball shoes are – like, are they going to keep <laughs> – No, they're not wearing broomball shoes. They might week. have to. <laughs> have you ever played minus four? What was the coldest you played? Yeah, I played in minus four, yeah. Yeah. A but lot no of times? No, not a lot of times, okay. no. No one likes it, though. It's not like it's no, going to be... No, exactly. Mexicans will like it, but no other Canadians. No. Think Fonzie wants to be there? Playing in minus four? No. Well, only because he's from there. Well, there's that part. I think. The yeah, Fonzie effect. As, yeah, it's a Fonzie effect. Okay, I tell you what, we're not going to say... Edmonton was a fantastic city for us. And our, our national team, when we went there, it was yeah. like, holy crap, they... It's really well supported. Why is yeah. that? It became... We wanted to go there. We just wanted to go there all the time. Yeah, why? Why is that? Why is that one city that gets? Why we wanted to go teams? there? It was a good, great night out. Oh, no, I know, geez, but, we had a good time. But why? Why? <laughs> why, why do uh, the the fans in that city especially get behind their teams? It's a very good question. I think Alberta soccer did a does a very good job marketing the games club wise. I'm not exactly sure, but they, we we played a lot of games there, and we love going there. I mean, the Brazil game was the. The, the the pinnacle with the, just before the World Cup with their full squad and drawing when the stadium was full so mm-hmm. it's going to be pretty much that against you, and Costa you you Rica. played in that game mm-hmm. and it was what one one yeah I remember yeah. that yes. yeah Ronaldo scored yeah not Ronaldo Romario 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 and Bobetto up front Bobetto everyone's breaking their hearts all day long. I should have saved the goal too. The grass was a little bit long, which probably helped us because they couldn't zip it around, right? Mm. But you should have stopped the goal. Well, it was down my right, and it was almost like it sat up because of the length of the grass. Mm-hmm. So I got underneath it. So he hit it well, it but under your, up over your glove. Well, and part of it, so I go hit the top of my hand, and ended oh, up going yeah. into sort of the top of the oh, net. What a prick! Well, not only that, that was 30 years ago, and he still remembers it like yeah, it was every, yesterday. Every night he thinks about yeah. it, I go, fuck, are you kidding? And then he masturbates. Brazil. <laughs> Bebeto. Bebeto. <laughs> That's your fucking Bebeto. So is it one In goal that, dreams, what is Bebeto. the one goal you conceded that haunts you? Is the one that you wake up to a cold sweat and you can't shake the memories of that? Particular goal. Hugo Sanchez, 1993. Explain. Well, we're playing Mexico for 1994 when there was only really one spot available. And we were tied on points going into the last game. Mexico uh, at home in Toronto. But their goal differential, because they pound everybody at Azteca, was obviously a 1,000 or, or, <laughs> or just probably like plus two or something. So we had to win the game. Drawing wasn't enough. So finishing second in uh, uh, CONCACAF that year. Um, yeah, that one. And the reason being wasn't a, 
I felt that was my fault is just that he struck it really well and John Catliff was in front of the shot and his legs were pretty close together but it fit through there like just oh really yeah through an eye of a needle one of those weird ones so I just want to invite John Catliff out to the podcast because Craig is bashing him too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, John, Drake, John Catliff. Is, Catliff. Some of this is what some of the newer fans out there would realize. Like John Catliff never played in Europe, but he could have. Oh yeah, is, is that good? Oh yeah, no. Where did he play? Whitecaps, Canada, Vancouver. Yeah, I, thought, I remember League, him on the Whitecaps. So went to Harvard University, wow. got an amazing degree. Did you know most times someone hit a ball so sweet and, and it was a goal? Did you know most times? when it left the guy's boot that it was in? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, a lot of the times. Just from the sound. If, they, if they're going to, well, no, it would, if they're going to smash and it's bending, not so much, but if they're wrapping their foot around it and it's going in the top corner, you're, you, yeah. You better make an effort, but you know it's going to be yeah. <laughs> no good. There was times like when you're you're at your best and your best time, your career that I could, I could, put enough on the ball to put it off the outside of the post like right. I, I could flick the ball enough to make it look good enough that I'll nick, it'll nick the outside of the post like that's I mean not literally but that's, mm-hmm. that's how, 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 how your angles no and how well you you knew you just knew you knew your angle you just knew that 18 yard box like you knew exactly where could, it was knew fuck all else in life but I knew I knew my <laughs> angles and you also knew <laughs> you could be a geographer <laughs> you yeah. also knew when to give it that effort that looked good for television, but oh, you knew dress it was it in up. the top oh, right. Oh, I could dress him up. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, boy. Hey, this is, and when I see him do it today, I yeah. see the guy. I know, I you know, when they go, oh, that's a really good save, and it just it's like no, that's that was the, that was the easy one. Yeah, it's funny. There's a great show on Prime right now. It's a four part series about the uh, the birth of the Premier League, and I'm watching this right. And they've, is it Fever Pitch or something? Yeah, yeah, it's, you'd love it. It's fantastic. All your era. Um, well, I guess I. Plays you played the first game, game exactly right, <laughs> but I'm watching every goal they're showing. I'm thinking, is it Craig? Is it Craig? Is it Craig? Kind of ruined the show for me. Thinking, I think there's, I saw you for once for sure, but obviously they cut very quickly some of these goals, right. and uh, but I'm sure there's one that you were definitely you had a cameo in that show for Ipswich. Yeah, well, it was one of 13 foreigners, foreigners. only and in the whole league that started the dirty, dirty foreigners. And when, and when, it, and when that came out, I remember it was a Sun newspaper. I can't remember, but a few weeks later, made a, you know somebody came up with it, the story. So I got a call about being one of the foreigners. This is 1992. I got there in 1984. Been around for a while. Like I didn't even consider myself a foreigner. You know, I sounded like one, but I didn't consider myself. One. Yeah, half the time you spent in Canada, you had already spent there. Right. Yeah, I think most football fans saw you as just being a goalkeeper. Not as the Canadian goalkeeper because he's been yeah. there for so long. Yeah, right. I yeah. kind of knew of you because my Canadian background. Um, I I didn't know who you were till we met across the cubicle at Sportsnet. <laughs> I did. Hi, you look well. Hi. What's your name? Hi. Want to go to Mexico? Going? Let's smoke weed. Let's. Hey, do you, you say you go? look well? <laughs> yeah, well. That's my pickup oh, line. Yeah, that's on really awkward. Old you know? yeah, that's what I was saying. On to old Dan, goalies. Hey, hey big yeah. fella. <laughs> yeah. That's my opening line to a guy meeting a <laughs> guy. <laughs> you look well. <laughs> 
to want to go to Mexico. Yeah, how's the view from up there? That's right. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we were talking about Instagram followers, weren't we? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cristiano Ronaldo has the most Instagram followers in, in the, world. the world. Does he? How many is that? Is that Eight million. Two, three hundred. Four million. And 62 million. Yeah, what? it was a quarter billion. I remember that. Jesus. I bet they're all butts he's bought. They're what? Butts that he's bought. Oh. <laughs> I don't Probably you think not. he needs okay. that? Listen, no. Yeah, 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 no. There's not, no it can't be. Uh, hey, but, hey, but marketing say, team, buy me uh, half a half a billion bots. They say there's 10%. But of course. 10% bots. Because there, there are bots out there. Let's take off 10%. Yeah, Still doesn't right for himself. 350 million. Okay. Maybe even more after this week. Mm. Did it again. Kyle, Kylie Jenner, second. Oh. At least Ronaldo's got a talent. Well, that's right. It's famous for being famous. Yeah. Although, is she the one that's got... All those, the fashion line or makeup line or she's done something, apparently. Is that the one? One of, the, one of those yeah. idiots. Well, they've used, they basically were the first ones to use social media, really, to create a, a fandom of being fucking nobodies. So now you've got all these Well, Kim had a sex tape with some dude. Mm-hmm. That's how she started. Tommy yeah, Lee. well, she was, yeah. No. Oh, and Dad that was. good, though. Sex tape. Uh, best Anderson. sex tape. Pam Anderson. Tommy best, Lee. That was a good one. Yeah, a good uh, Paris tape. Hilton. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. One night, Paris Hilton. One night in Paris. That was probably <laughs> the, the best uh, sex tape. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. She was a good actress. <laughs> Pamela Anderson on the boat. That was pretty yeah. good. Yeah, with Tommy Lee. People um, tell me anyway. I apparently is <laughs> <laughs> on an old VHS four three I mean, standard deaf. I get jealous. I mean, when my dad, you know, became a transsexual, I didn't get rich and famous. <laughs> Was that they? I think they were rich and famous before the oh, dad. Oh, because yeah. oh, Robert Kardashian, the the lawyer. That's right. right? That was, was the actual father, OJ's, right? OJ's. So, OJ's so dad. Bruce Jenner now. Oh, I forget. What's was Caitlyn. Caitlyn Jenner. Caitlyn. Caitlin. She was a stepfather. Yes. Originally of the That's correct. of the three eldest daughters. Okay. And then Kate, Bruce at the time, and the mom, the manager, whatever, momager. They had Kylie and I don't know the other girl's name. Oh, they have got some blood kids as well. Yes, okay. and, and he has other. He has two boys, I think, from another family. Are they great athletes too? Because he was some athlete. Oh, God. she was some athlete. Like, forget yeah, me. yeah, incredible. Yeah, nineteen seventy six. He's Olympics. a good looking person, no matter what he is. Yeah. By the you way, I mean, like he was, he was a handsome guy. You know what? Way, he's not a bad looking seven. How old is he? She. Or she? Sorry, how old is she? She's got to be 70-odd. She's a good-looking 70-year-old. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Male or female. Number three, Lionel Messi. We're talking about Jeez. two footballers. Do you think it's, Messi gives a flying shit that he's one of the highest followed Well, athletes? when they get about a million bucks for every time they put something out there, I think eh, he probably, well, eh, eh, you know. There's that, I suppose. You know. <laughs> well, you yeah. look at advertisers and what they pay for numbers. They really are influencers, these guys. Massive, like massive influencers. Yeah. I'm passing uh, Charms another beer, and when he said influencers, I, I thought, yay, I'm being an influencer yeah, you're, right you're, now you're with an Amsterdam influence. beer. <laughs> you're influencing So the next me. one is actually The Rock. Oh, oh is he? Rock. Good for him. You know what? He's, he's done well for himself. Got cut mm-hmm. from the CF, from the Calgary Stampeders, right? Just think That's had he not right. been cut, he could have been a retired CFL player. Oh my god, oh. that would have changed his Yeah. Oh he broke. Although some of them have done alright, but 
Yeah, usually in business after yeah. because of connections and yeah. you know building up a thing of a jigger. Ariana Grande, number five. Really, Celine Gomez, Selena. Kim Kardashian, or Celine? Yeah. Yep. Kim Kardashian, imagine, Beyonce, imagine, imagine Justin Michael Jackson Bieber. was before. Michael this Jackson was before. Can you imagine had he been in this generation? He, how many followers would he have had? He'd have. He'd be the Pied Piper of seven-year-olds. <laughs> <laughs> he would be crushing. Terrible. Fucking the Terrible. entire oh. continent of Asia. Could you imagine a lineup? All never, of California never, never would be have lineups. Never Neverland. He'd have he'd have pedo teams. I thought when I was yeah, yeah, as a kid. Don't say we don't know. Come on. That guy would have used social media for every little piece of yeah. young boy God. disgustingness. Yeah. That's not what I was. Yes, it was exactly where was you were going. I was just <laughs> Don't tell me you weren't going <laughs> he there. He was the, at the time, the no, most famous person. Pinnacle. On the, yeah, the pinnacle in, yeah. on the earth, right? Absolutely. And I don't know if anyone's compared to him since. No. I mean, Drake certainly isn't. and He, he might be the most well, popular now. The only, only other athlete, Jordan, would Someone made a comparison. Uh, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer did post-match. He said, uh, you know, about the Bulls had Michael Jordan and we've got Ronaldo. And I thought it's Probably a fair comparison. I know I wouldn't put. Well, maybe I would. I mean, there's only one Jordan. There's really only one Ronaldo. I mean, Messi's different. Pelé's different, right? It's probably a fair comparison to me. Yeah, and also the comparison that there's that debate whether or not Jordan is the best versus Ronaldo is he the best? Yeah, that's right. Well, back in the day, while he was ascending, Jordan, it was against Magic. Bird, Jabbar, Chamberlain, Russell, right? Those were the... Even Isaiah was thrown in there at that point, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But... Ronaldo breaking through, he was with the Zidane's and Ronaldinho's. Yeah. God, he was a young pup when he was with United the first time, eh? Yeah. Like, Rooney looked normal. He was 17, wasn't he? I think when he first came right. over. He was so annoying. Rooney? No, Ronaldo. Oh, because he was seventeen and no, nah, yeah, and he used to just do fifteen stepovers. Was it annoying because when you're, you're seeing breaking down the wing and well, like, you know what, sakes. it it was, and only because culturally in football back then that wasn't always that you know that was champagne football, champagne football. That and those, that term was looked down upon. It was. It wasn't was. It? Yeah, that's you, so English. Isn't you know, it? You, you, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, why can we celebrate that? And then, but that's you know being, that reminds me of the NFL celebrations. I get a kick out of guys enjoying things, but not. I didn't like the end zone shit though. When they all grab, get, they got the whole freaking. Oh, I love that. Now. now that was way too much. Too too much. I love when they do the rowboat and the luge. No, <laughs> you know, and the that stuff bugs me. I'm with Craig. That, that stuff bugs me. I, I like the impulsive. Like, yeah. Just, yeah, backflip or a dunk. Well, like, don't the show off. Like, don't give yellow cards for the show off. Yeah, like right, the you've, shirt. you've lost because people yeah. do it anyway. Well, we're talking about like a yeah. So you celebration. don't mind a shirt off? No, I mean honestly, it's not that big a deal, and it shows raw passion, and you shouldn't be punished for it. What about trousers and, off? And they look amazing. <laughs> let's face it. What if you just back to Michael Jackson here? <laughs> right when you got when you're looking like you got not an ounce of fat on, you're looking pretty good. Yeah. I don't, yeah, think, right. see, I don't think anybody cares to take your shirt off. What was your Except last for year? Pesci. Pesci, Paul Pesci Salido, he took his shirt off once, and I was like, what the fuck? A little, a little, little tubby? A little, <laughs> little. Yeah. Now you call him Pesci fat. This yeah, he's, he's bringing it. Pesh. 
Drake. And Drake. I've yep. been hammered by Craig today. Yep. <laughs> uh, I, would, I, would, I would never take my shirt off, ever. You, not even in the shower. Really? <laughs> I want to see. Take your shirt off. You don't want to see it. It's not good. Not even at your very best. <laughs> we're we're going to have to do that. We were talking about doing the uh, footy prime yeah. superstars still. Yeah. So we're going to have to do shirts that. And sh- <laughs> shirts and shirtless. Oh yeah, no no chance. Re- Being done that with their shirts off. In a wrestler uh, outfit. <laughs> a leotard. Yeah. The unitard. <laughs> uh, but yeah, but so Ronaldo, by a million miles... Yeah, the most biggest follower of football, actual sports team. So what was it? Two fifty-six million. No, three three hundred three sixty three hundred sixty-two million. Wow. <laughs> I mean, one thing social media does is you know it doesn't matter. Like there were sports when I was growing up, you didn't really know what the biggest sport was. Really, you know you. Obviously, and you're growing up in Vancouver, oh, hockey's really big, and you know, I think football's pretty big, and baseball and all this, right? But Yeah, because you had all the Seattle stuff, too, right? Yeah. Supersonics. But you never really knew. Like, yep. I mean, I think just before when I was 12 starting football, when I was told by my Hungarian friends, they were like, you know football's the biggest sport in the world. I'm right. Just, no, no. Like, I, what? I didn't even believe it. But now, when you see in social media, it's not even there's no it's not even in, in the ballpark anything else. No, it's not. It's made the and it's only got bigger. The world's bigger now because yeah. of social media. In some ways, it's smaller, I guess. But yeah, no matter where you are, you know what the biggest sport in the world is. Well, I that, wonder. Maybe in England when I moved to Canada, right, nineteen ninety, yeah. I didn't know who Wayne Gretzky was. No, in nineteen ninety. Wow. Right. So you can no imagine. Sports Illustrated in no Sports Illustrated UK. Back then? Uh, no, I don't think so. No. No. Well. no. no nuts and biggins and stuff. Well, let's be honest. He goes <laughs> He goes and plays in the biggest league in the world, right? The EPL for, for football. Comes back, sits beside me across the cubicle, and I said, hey, uh, I'm Dan. What's your name? I, I didn't have a... I didn't know who you were. Yeah. What do you do? You work in marketing too? Yeah. <laughs> When did it change for you? When did you start noticing that, okay, back home, they do kind of know who I am now? In Four years ago, last, I, when, when the contract got it all depends. and they said, hey, that wallpaper's not on on Saturday morning. There's no wallpaper with yeah, Charms and, that's right. Charms and Dickio and Forrest. Where's, where's the wallpaper? It doesn't matter who you are. Eh? You're, you're, off the, you're off the tube. That's what I noticed. A couple years, you're gone. You're gone. You may as well be dead. Yeah. That's what, and, and I'm okay with that. But, <laughs> well, it's understandable. And I get it, right? But the guys that you think that they think that they're bigger than all that. Yeah, I know. Even the big ones, like Al Michael, when he two years down the road, he'll be forgotten. Gone. Yeah. But we shouldn't be badly have done that when he's not here. <laughs> That's right. Real, Real Madrid, 105 million. They're the largest sporting team followers. Better or not, though, and from a footballing standpoint, I mean, it's amazing what he did again this week. And I know we kind of we've upset certain listeners uh, for talking too much Ronaldo, but oh my B- god, here, but I mean, how can you not? He did it again. It's just incredible what he does. And I still well, stand exactly firm right, that I text the team's him not time, better we, off. I think we're going to have to talk about Ronaldo. I mean, are you kidding me? That was unbelievable. Out of you, out of you three, you Dickio and Sharms, 
who hates hearing about Ronaldo the most? Is it, is it you, Sharms? Oh, I don't think so. It might no. be Dickie because he's just generally angrier than we are. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, he didn't think he was going to do score many goals either. I think he may have. Did he not? No, I think he thought he was good. It was more about the man you – like, I remember saying, and I keep bringing this up, that I thought Sorry, Man U was – he, he thought the same thing, but he did think he was going to be – I thought he thought he was going to be okay. Well, I mean, I, I always said he's going to score a shitload of goals, but the team won't be better off for it. And, Craig, and I think I stand to that. Craig today. saying that with two two goal, let him score two goals a game. But yeah, but I mean, like I say, like if if they're a lot better, how can you not possibly? If you got one guy that's up front, is thirty some five years of age, and he's going to knock you in a couple goals. Can but you not defend? You think so? But I mean, I'm, you got, I'm see, I'm not the tactics guy, but. It seems the way modern forwards play, they, they, they press as a three, and they're all moving around. If one guy isn't doing it, the whole thing can break down. right? And if you look at I mean, who who's improved at Man United since he got there? Who's improved? No. To me, they've fallen off. right? Bruno Fernandes, okay, great assist. Hasn't been that great. No. His numbers are ridiculous before. right? Last year. Hasn't isn't. done that much. Where the hell's Paul Pogba at the moment? Marcus Rashford has just come back. Martial's been out. Mason Greenwood, I mean, he's, he has his moments, but a young guy. The team hasn't individually got better since he's got, he arrived. They just haven't. But would they be any better without him? Well, they were second last year without him. Yeah. But I they mean, didn't give anything up for him. I tell you why. When they, when they played... No, they, but position. He takes up position every game for 19 yeah. minutes. When they played at Spurs, I mean, I know Spurs or whatever, but... Him and Cavani look great up front. They, they, I mean, man, you look good. They look fantastic. Spurs are shocking, though. Oh, yeah. But that was a good... But good are you rebound. right, though, when you have a strike partnership that is, what, 38 and 30, 36 and 35, whatever it is? <laughs> I, mean, I love yeah, it only because it's just, it's just incredible. It is, isn't it? Yeah. Nowadays, the athletes just play longer, don't yeah. they, at a yeah. higher level. It's in more and more now. Strikers especially. You've seen these guys stick around. But that's also longer. about the LeBron... Ronaldo effect, right? Like these guys, they don't take a day off, even yeah. off so season. professional, right? You know, yeah. hey, we. I just went through. I owe Lila, my daughter Lila, a ninety-five pack of uh, mini chocolate bars, <laughs> <laughs> which I have to deliver. I've got to go to Shoppers and get them on sale or Canadian you, you Tire. I went through like thirty-seven of them in the last three days. You fat pig. Thank you, but. You know, Brendan always talked. Watch out, COVID. 70% chance. Um, but Brendan always talks about, you know, him eating a uh, eating an Oreo and then, like, losing his shit. He's got to do push-ups and sit-ups after. Like, the guy is a machine. He is. He's a freak of he's nature. He's a Terminator. But he's also, I mean, okay, when I, when I say he hasn't helped other players around him, I'm sure he has off the field. I'm sure there would be some young kids watching him and saying, okay, I've got to uh, be as dis- disciplined as he is. That could be the case, and maybe long term it'll work out. But I'm just saying that I still think it was the wrong signing. And I'd be if B was here, he'd disagree vehemently. But it, they're not a good team. They're not a good team. And you watch those games, Atalanta. Apart from you know, they still it's as if they won the game. If you read the bloody reports and see the the comments by the team, they yeah. drew. Yeah, didn't win the game. No, they didn't. I don't know. They. It, 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 and they had a whole bunch of different managers since Alex. I mean, it can't be the manager all the time. 
right. something else there, isn't there? Yeah, it's the trainer. Remember when uh, <laughs> when Ditch had that trainer yeah, Nick, who, Nick who was yeah, Nick the Knife who was sneaking around catching people being tardy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, it's got to be. There's a trainer, just like in Ted Lasso. Yeah, Nate's the assistant coach. Well, Nate was the assistant coach. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who was the, the? Who was like the? Um, he was the trainer. He was the, he was the uh, like the, the kit, kit boy. Kit boy. Kit boy. Yeah. 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 Ditch yeah. got all upset and he he, he was calling the guy out because he was between the cars. <laughs> to, Waiting to, for guys to come in. Can you imagine late? having Ditch mad at you? But the thing is, That's you know he was late all the time. Oh yeah, right. Oh yeah, yeah. It's probably there's a reason why Nick the Knife was out there because there was right. an issue in the room. Yeah, because certain <laughs> assholes weren't showing up on time. Right. So the and manager said, "Like Nick, get the fuck out in the parking lot yeah. and wait for." Dicky owner show up. <laughs> Poor Nick. What, what can Nick say? No gaff? Like, you're a freaking kit boy. Yeah. You're out on your heel. Yeah. Right? And Deech is calling him out. Yeah, because Deech is, is so unprofessional <laughs> that he can't shop on time. Yeah. Poor Nick the Knife. Yeah. Oh. Deech needs to look in the mirror. Oh, that son of a bitch. Wonder what could, maybe, wonder what... Uh, we're going to invite uh, our own, <laughs> one of the presenters of our own show into the tent to take on Craig Forrest and have him rebut <laughs> that conversation. We'll bring it up next podcast. Okay, with so he's, who's, who's he thrown out now? We've got... Uh, uh, well, Deech. Deech. Um, um, Catliff. John Catliff. Catliff. Uh, Drake. Uh, Drake. And... Um, who was the fourth? Oh, for Christ's sakes, it was like five minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> but all those people Dunlop? you talked about—I yeah, don't know if it was Dunlop. All the people you talked about, I also said a good thing about them. Yeah, but we won't tell them that. John Catliff, the worst thing about Catliff. When I, uh, I the worst thing? Yeah, the worst thing. Oh. Well, from my Catliff uh, relationship, John, rooming with a guy who's got an education at Harvard. Mm. I got my grade 11 at Centennial High School. <laughs> Coquitlam. Coquitlam High. Uh, yeah. Nothing like your grade 11. Yeah, so I'm like, hey, uh, what do you want to watch on TV? Like uh, cartoons or what? So anyway, he was one of those guys that, so we're watching something on TV, and the phone rings in the hotel. Picks it up. It's for him. And he's always got the remote. So he would. Oh, while he's on the phone, he'd be like, and he would just turn the TV right, right down. Son of a bitch! So I'm like, oh, okay, like I mean, he was a remote control controller. Yeah. So now I can't hear the TV yeah. at all. Oh, CC. Yeah. Then the phone Our rings. CC. They're infamous. <laughs> then Those I get sons it. of bitches. Then the phone <laughs> rings, and it's for me. So you do the same thing? No, no. He's got the remote. Oh, he cranks it up. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is the worst thing about John Catliff, though. That's the only I thing. don't no, like no. John Catliff anymore. That is a horrible, horrible play, John Catliff. Isn't it? Yeah. You have yeah. a reason to dislike eh? him. Guys, Paul Dolan, ruin him. The, yeah. He would have the air conditioner in Florida. He would have it so cold. There was a frost in the room. I couldn't remember them. Dolan, I like uh, Dolan's a GM now at uh, Houston, right? Who? Dolan. What's he doing? No, Pat Onstad. Yeah, <laughs> complete brain crap. Onstad's now the GM at uh, Houston. Karina LeBlanc. Is he? Because yeah. he, he was at Columbus. Yeah, he's at Houston now, I believe. Is he? Mm-hmm. He's done very well. Yes. Yeah, Katrina. 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 Karina, Karina. sorry. Yeah. LeBlanc, yeah. Katrina. I actually, I actually Karina and the waves. But <laughs> Karina landed that gig where? In Portland. Portland, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's fantastic for her. When you think about the Canadians, and I kind of regret this in a way, and Frank, Frank Yellop was smart 
by doing that, although he's a few years older than me at the time. He decided, and I told him at the time, I'm like, dude, like, you still got, we're in the Premier League, you know, you want to go over to Tampa Bay Mutiny, they were called at the time. Major League Soccer was on the brink. It was every year was a wonder whether they were going to fold. And he thought, well, I want to go over there just to get his footing, meet people, get in on the, you know, coaching there and blah, 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 right? So he's such a great guy. Thomas Rongan was his first coach who assigned him at Tampa, then went to Washington. Take Anyway, so they, they got their footing. So I regret not going into MLS from a standpoint in the States because of that, connections. Yeah. Yeah. When, when would you have done it, though? Mark Watson, When Frank would you have done it? Well, right I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't. No, no, and, no, and and not necessarily being in Canada. You got to go to the states. No, no, and that's my point. Like, you were you're with West Ham, right? In Canada, you can no, get no, no chances. Sorry. That's that's my point. I'm like, you're over in England. Yeah, you were basically playing till you retired because you you got your cancer uh, diagnosis. So it's not, and then you got picked up. You took a year off, I think, right? Well, kind of, yeah. And then you were straight at Sportsnet. Yeah. So you would have, yeah. and that Sportsnet gig was, as we talked about earlier, Brendan's still having nightmares about your salary per per broadcast. <laughs> I know. Did that you, was his salary <laughs> for the year. Yeah. You see his face? He was like chewing on a wasp. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, so, you obviously recovered from cancer. I've, I think I've asked this before, but could you physically have kept playing oh yeah you could have right oh yeah yeah but sports that came with a really nice little deal well i had, well, I had a i had west ham who i had a, a fantastic five years at like just one best five years of my my life like seriously it was just so so much fun i mean the the, the dress room the individuals the i actually saw razor ruddick do an interview recently and he out of all the teams liverpool and Southampton, what i said that west ham dress room it was really? just yeah, different, hmm. the best, different class, different class. Um, what was my point? Uh, that you got, you, you you beat the cancer. Oh, right. So I, anyway, they had actually offered me a one-year extension. So I was like 35, right? So at that age, you have one-year extensions, what you get usually. But as a goalkeeper, the agent that I was working with worked well with Harry Redknapp. And, but I, he's like a... We'll get you two. This is going to take some time. So in the meantime, I, I end up with testicular cancer. So I'm not even thinking anything but just getting better. And so I go through all that, chemotherapy, get through that, get back to we're a point where I'm ready to start training again. So we meet with the club and say, um, under the circumstances... Uh, we were looking for that two-year contract instead of the one year that you offered. But under the circumstances, obviously, having cancer, we'll, you know, we'll take the one year and Craig will prove his fitness and and we'll see what happens from there. And at that time, Harry Redknapp had been fired. Glenn Rhoda was a manager. And he just wanted to keep a job because he was kind of interim, I think, at the time, kind of. And... and he was a man that I really re- and has a ton of respect in football, generally speaking. Um, and I liked him, but he didn't. 
he he fell to the ownership where he basically said yeah that they've the the contract is not on the table anymore so and that on my jaw hit the floor i was like Holy shit! That must be a like, really bad talk moment. about like you you kicking the ball because I only had one. <laughs> I only had one left. <laughs> was there? But there must have been another club that could have said, "Surely." Well, see, this was another part of the issue was a damaged goods being signed by somebody else. Like, who wants to sign somebody who's? Just had cancer. Not at the beginning of the season, maybe. Is that what the yeah, play was? Yeah, just the whole thing. And, you know, and then managers would, you know, there's other people available. There's, you know, why could I drop down a division and play? They would have jumped all over it. But at 35, 36, I, I didn't want to go down. It, when you played in the Premier League and I was playing there and had that last five years, I wasn't re- going to go down. And that, that even so much for the MLS when coming over here. I, it was, I was like, I, I didn't, I didn't prove anything to anybody else except my own self. And my and my whole career was to try to prove to myself that I could play in the best league in the world. And that's against the best players every it. single week. That's it. Yeah. How yeah. would it have been different though playing in the league championship? Though I mean, obviously. Well, I played in the championship. I played yeah. but at that few, point in your career though. You've been in prim for a while. I think you went down. Yeah. But. Yeah. The championship is a, the, is a physical, yeah. That's a good. That's a, that's a good league. If I mean, if you look at standards as the leagues yeah. in Europe, I mean, we're going to be number but eight day to day. I mean, obviously, you're not making the same money you would be in the Premier League, for example. It's not quite the same glamour f- lifestyle, but it's not a bad lifestyle. They make pretty good money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, give me the difference. Well, you, you can make a million pounds in the championship. So you're still making a couple million a year. Sure. If you're one of the top players. Yeah, but yeah. even you know they. The trouble with that league is they all the owners are all chasing the dream of being in the Premier League, right? And see, that's what I think the average guy maybe. I mean, I consider myself a competitive person, but not at that level, professional athlete mm-hmm. level. So when I say, "Oh Christ, you could have played a year in the League Championship," but that's coming from my mindset. Whereas you were striving your whole career, I'm going to play with the best at the best, and you wouldn't have taken any other. Well, yeah, I mean, I started off at Colchester. Right, but at that point, though, having earned it. Yeah, earned it and and played an awful lot of football. And, Mm. you know, I was fortunate. You know, you play enough that you you walk up when you do leave it. It wasn't really under my sort of my decision so much as, but, yeah. Had had you had stayed there say you got a deal somewhere and you played another year or two in England would you have moved back here do you think oh yeah I was always going to come back that was always a plan oh yeah always you and I always had we were always pretty like Canadian felt Canadian all the time I know you are a Canadian but it was a big deal for you yeah and I would say that you know generally any of the English guys and players the former players and friends that come over here yeah if they Things were different. And times were different. They would be. Li- they would live here. Well, would you ever move back to England? Uh, Have you ever? Has that ever come back to your brain? Yeah, there's a long time there where I thought there was unfinished business in England for sure. Which would have been what? Um, Playing I, rugby I, I, on a yeah. elementary school for, team. For, yeah, <laughs> for the other side. No, getting his dad to actually pick him for the yeah, team. That's right. <laughs> just one dad, game, dad. Can we? Just can we game, play this through? It's like a therapist. You're, you're 45 years old. For Christ's sake. <laughs> 
Yeah, Idiot. Why are you wearing your rugby outfit from when you're 12? It's even worse now than then. What was unfinished business in England? Um, no, I think it was just leaving at 16, just turned 16, socially. Uh, you know, it was tough. Because my friends were at that point about to start going to pubs and stuff. And so it was girls. What girl? It was girls. Which unfinished business did you have? Which? What was her name? Oh, boy. There were one or two. What was her name? Yeah. What were their names? I, I can't give names. Why not? Because I, I still keep in touch with them. Oh. <laughs> Betsy. Well, I'm sure she knows that now. No, but you know how it is. You're 15, 16, right? Yeah. You're, you're socially, you're really becoming, you Christ, you're living in England at that point, playing professional football almost, right? I was immature, I guess. <laughs> but it's, it's, it was tough. So I, there's that side of things, you know. Living in England, because even though I'm English and proudly English, I feel way more Canadian than English now because it's right. been freaking 31 years. And yeah. he's 16 there, right? I'm definitely more Canadian. Although he so, could say the same thing, but he went over for different reasons. So I yeah. think it's different. Yeah, exactly. Right? Like you always had the intention of coming back home. Yeah. You, but I also, you know, just generally speaking, even though I didn't feel like a foreigner in England because I've been there for eight years, I didn't get treated like I was English. They they put me in a box, like, you know, when I signed for Ipswich, the head scout told the landlady that I was from the colonies, <laughs> but from a good background, good family. The fireman? Yeah. Yeah, the fireman wasn't wasn't uh, that big a deal. The, not at the private golf club. That's not at the fire brigade. Your father is a fireman. Oh, yeah. that is so noble. No, a fireman. Yeah. He doesn't start the fires yeah. and burn the books. He puts them out. <laughs> Farmer. Oh, a fire person. Yeah. I think it's getting better there, but that, that class distinction, the, you know, I, it's a tough. Mm, it's crazy. It's just, My, uh, and I kind of broke it. Like, I got put in. So you're, as you're a footballer, you're, you're going to get into certain things and certain levels of these classes because you're a footballer, mm-hmm. even though, yeah, they, like they, the Brian Adams. Well, concert. isn't it funny because it's such a working man sport, right. yeah, right? Football, yeah. at least less so now, perhaps, but it always was. But you elevated the athletes to something way beyond, but way beyond that. The athletes could themselves could break in, kind of, to the country club, into the yeah, into the country clubs. So my yeah. friends did really well in school. I'm from a group of. I'm like the dumb, stupid one, as I always no, say. No, we know. Thank you. The dumb, the dumb, smart one. Sorry. Other way around. Um, <laughs> so one of my friends went to Cambridge and did her PhD there. Uh, worked with the chimpanzees with down in South Africa with... Uh, the, who's the monkey Jane lady? Goodall? Jane Goodall. Really? Yeah. Holy she, shit. No way. So she came home one summer, and my friend... Uh, she probably won't listen to this, but, I, so I won't, but she came home one summer... I brought her friend, who she's at Cambridge with, and no, wasn't he, 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 his wife doesn't obviously listen to no, it. No, 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 no. I'm not going to say her name because, well, let's, let's but she brought one of her. She brought one of her friends from Cambridge home, and we had a blast. All of us hung out, and about a year and a half later, she came back, and I said, "How's Maggie? How's Maggie? That was her name. The, uh, the chimpanzee? No, that's another person. But Maggie's the one in England. Oh, okay. Um, who came back to visit? Like, with the chimpanzee. She was the friend. Maggie was the friend. Of the chimpanzee. So I said, how's Maggie? And she goes, oh, we're not really friends anymore. And I went, what do you mean you're not friends anymore? And she goes, well, 
the class system of England, I really didn't like it. And I told her who my friends were and like she got a taste of who we were and she liked it, but she, it wasn't her family. Her family, it. like they were uh, yeah. people with like castles and farmhouses and like that's where Maggie's family yeah. came from. And there, yeah. and she goes, you know, she couldn't navigate that classes system. Yeah, and I'm you, sure you, there's all kinds of that you stuff. Can't get out unless you you can't get out of it. You were if, into if you, it, right? We were into it. Like you were up to 16 years old. You were in it. Oh, okay. As far as not li- like living. you're no, making the rules. I, I, I certainly wasn't no, no. the aristocracy. Yeah. No, but no, you're saying. But no, I mean, absolutely. It's, it's like apparent. you meet people and they judge you about what fucking school but, but you're in. They don't know any different. Centennial Park no, High School. They didn't know any different. Comprehensive school. Comprehensive. What does that mean? Which means it's just a like over here a regular high school. Over there you had secondary moderns. Comprehensive. What does that mean? Explain this grammar to me. school. Give so me a breakdown. Okay, so a grammar school is where. Usually it's all boys or all girls, and it's where you, if you take what's called the 11 plus exam, this is way back in the 90s, right? 80s. Um, and you got a certain grade, you get to a grammar school. The smart kids went there. Right? And you weren't a smart kid? I didn't even try it because, it was, again, it's, it's right it cost you money too? I'm, I'm not sure about that, but at no. that point, they're already forming a class structure because you're going to put, put you in a grammar school. And you're going to be taught a certain way, and you're going to look down upon other people. Secondary modern was like even lower than comprehensive. This is growing. I mean, it's all changed now. I'm sure, right? But or it was, not? It was, well, it was, yeah, yeah. just it's called so hard to things. get out of that class system. Yeah, you know, it, it really is difficult. At least it was very difficult. There's, you don't. Now it's changed a bit, I guess, but you don't you, get out. No, like our, my grandparents' generation, you don't get out. Yeah, you're in it. It's part, and it's part and, of how they approach everyday living. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Unless you end yeah. up being yeah. some like being a black person in North America, very it's, similar. Yeah, you yeah. know, there's this it's, level of judgment that happens that yeah. I have to think that that policeman already thinks I've done something. Yeah, yeah. Difference being that, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, you could be a white guy in England and no one knows whether you're poor or rich, but as opposed to being a black guy in America, guy like Georgie, guy, so therefore, Georgie right. Best, he was hanging around with the top class, you know, the Beckham. Yeah, everybody. You know, you know, there's something about you know they want to, and and they didn't grow up. Well, rock stars, rock stars, and athletes yeah. were the only ones, and artists, some other types yeah, of artists, yeah. probably right. Yeah, they're the ones who go and perform for the fucking king, right? They go yeah. do that, and comedians, they go do that stuff. At well, the Prince, actor, Prince actors Wales. were were poor, the poor back in the yeah, yeah, because they used to go there and throw rotten fruit at the actors. Yeah, the Shakespearean actors mm-hmm. back in those days were. Looked upon as, but I think Princess Di low rate. I think Princess Di changed that a little bit, right? She was, she was even a though she people's was princess because she hold came, on a minute. She wasn't working class. So I still I'm not money. saying she was working class. <laughs> but she, wasn't, she wasn't royal. My point is, yeah. she started saying, "Oh, I'm going to let other people hang out with us instead of my third cousin, who's my brother." A little bit, but she still came from. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, and she and if she didn't. She wouldn't have got through the door, right? <laughs> yeah, right, precisely. <laughs> I mean, she was just she was still a school teacher well, yeah. when the making was. Lucky I mean, girl, my my lucky woman that my, she got to have sex with fucking Prince Charles. Oh God! Could you imagine that? I can't think on of top many, of you? many worse things in life. On top that. of you, maybe he's a legend. <laughs> maybe he's a legend. He does such amazing <laughs> things with his ears. Can you imagine? Maybe he's just like unbelievable. There's no way! <laughs> Come on! Hey? There's no way! Sex machine yeah. ready to reload. You never know, eh? 
Yeah. You never, you, you never know. But uh, well, there's a new movie coming out. Spencer. We'll find oh. out, I guess. Because the Crown didn't paint Charles being his sex fiend by any stretch. Spencer. There you go. That... That Another name. movie, Spencer. Well, that's her. That was her. Last yeah, name. that was her movie. That yeah. was her name. That, I think yeah. that I, but I, I, Spencer I think, name goes deep. It's got a good line. I think right. there was more chance of uh, James Hewitt, her, her her bodyguard, being great in the sack than Chuck. You know, the father of her kids. Yeah, yeah. Because there's no way that Harry's Chuck's. No chance. No, Harry. Harry might be all right. How? I mean, Harry, Prince Harry, Prince Harry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He might oh. do all right, and I think he's doing just fine. Yeah, yeah. His missus makes pretty good money. I know so she's, she's annoying, so annoying. A bit annoying. Yeah, I never watched Suits though, so I can't really compare. Yeah, no. <laughs> Me neither. I don't find her annoying. I do find the Attractive. royal family annoying. That's well, ridiculous. Utterly ridiculous. Um, just, we should get to footy picks. Don't you think? Oh yeah, footy picks. Uh, we first, be, right now we're just talking. Yeah, so and, footy uh, picks. But much, this entire podcast today has been just us talking. There and is <laughs> there, there is a segue slash. T- uh, here's the segue: was the uh, Craig was talking about Ronaldo, and you were talking about Man U, mm-hmm. and Man U and Man City are playing this week. They are, and so Craig, Man U, Man City, Man City sits on top of the Champions League division that they're in. Yeah, they. I think they're, they're second or third. What are they in? They the prep? cruised it uh, this Man week. Man City, no, Man City. They, oh, they, they City cruised two, it. They, they smashed today. They are on. They're top. They got nine points. No, nine points to the top of the uh, Champions League. No, they're League. the Champions League. They're they're yeah. three and zero. Oh. Yeah. No, they're three and uh, three and one. Oh, three. Yeah. With a draw or uh, no, no three, three three wins and I always get yeah. Okay. Yeah, I know. They got nine points from four games. Okay. Anyway, the fact PSG's is, all he, I'm going to ask you this, Craig, um, before we get your pick. So, City United, if City smash United, which is, is quite conceivable, does Oli get Oli Gunnar Solskjaer get fired? And then do Manu Rue not getting Antonio Conte before Spurs? Um, I don't know. That's not the right answer. Well, I'll give you my my two bits on it, but I think that they're. If you're looking at the league and the teams above, forget that they should be up. Say they get in the top four, blah, 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 where they probably will get to. The teams above them, can they, can they honestly say with a different manager that you're going to get above those three teams? No. No. I think the gap's too low. Even though they were second last year. Um, Liverpool had an off year last year. Crazy injuries. Yeah. Chelsea, just tickle tickle's taken over. They're a different beast entirely. <laughs> Aren't they ever? Right. See, I think that's the thing, Rui, too, that that change was so drastic when Lampard was let, when let leaves Chelsea and Tuchel comes in and, you know, they, they just literally overnight can't score goals but don't give them up. And class no, system. Oh, English class system. Next thing you know, the Champions League. Well, winners. the talent was there, though. So do you think <laughs> a, a Spurs, for example, or even a Man U, look at that model and say, you know what? If we get the right guy, yes. we can do that. Yes. We can have that massive 180 change. Yeah, but that one guy that's going to come in, we're going to know his name. And it, all the places that he went to, he was that guy. And then he wasn't that guy. Mm-hmm. Something happened. Right? Yeah. The king is dead. Long live the king. So Conte 
Quante's various great, places. But he's also failed places. Yeah, yes. But he left Inter Milan as champion, yeah. right? Yeah. And um, did it on his own terms because he was pissed off with ownership. Him and Daniel Levy won't, it won't end well, that marriage. It's going to be a nasty divorce, I'm sure, at some point. But before that happens, he could turn Spurs into something. I think he will. Something much better than they are now, that's for sure. Enough to be a champion? Probably not. Unless they really invest in that squad. Don't you think that relationship, just what you're talking about, is a reason why not to get him? I think Levy's so desperate for... He, people are pointing at him now, right? They're saying, you hired Nuno. You, you weren't able to, to get the other targets this past summer, including Antonio Conte. You didn't invest in the squad. And he's feeling the pressure now. So that's why it's an 18-month contract, right? It's a short contract. That's a effed up contract. Yeah, so it's one more year plus an option. I'm not sure whose option it is, though. I know, but, but 18 months is just, it, it sounds fireable. If someone offered me oh, no, any, that's precisely in what any business said, look, I want you here. I love you. I want to sign you know what it's you like? Up. It's like an eight-week contract to, t- <laughs> to do a TV show. That's exactly, it's exactly like that. Right? It's exactly like that. Who's, who had that? I don't know. Yeah, who's kidding who? <laughs> that's right. It's a whole long season well, we're not going to sign you up for the entire season. No, not yet. Not yet. But we'll, we're hopeful. Uh, no, but that's an 18 months sounds. We're setting you up for. Now, Daniel Levy, it doesn't sound like anything he does people like. Right? Like, it doesn't matter what team he owns. Oh, no, I think people respect well, him, though. No. They, they're a good team under, under Poch. A really good team. Yeah. Under yeah. Harry, they're a good team. Yeah. They've had the moments. But it's been tough to break into that top four on a regular basis. Well, and you see, remember, like too, like they're not these stadiums over there are not paid for like the NFL by the taxpayers. That was clubs' money. Yeah, I think right. people will say he's done a pretty good job it was there overall. Billion and then what's like okay. half billion and a half quid? But couldn't he have done something better with Harry Kane, who's not doing anything this year? Well, I mean, who knows what the the promise was behind the scenes? Do you who think? Do you, here's my question: Do you think Harry Kane? will start playing differently so with, that's with the Conte. Thing. He, the, hap, the fans are delighted that Harry Kane's still there. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure but Harry Kane's but, delighted he's still there. Though. Well, no. that's my point. Well, and that's another thing, too, you know. Has is, is he, is he got... Is his bottom lip out? Like, is he I honestly... So. I mean, the team wasn't... There was no creativity in that team at all, right? He wasn't getting much help. Yeah. But a lot of English players, or not just English players, but post-Euro, they've had slow starts to the season. It happens every... Kane has it every year anyway, yeah. but this year particularly bad. And then we can talk, oh, well, it's because he, he's sulking. I think he's a professional, but I think he's sulking. But Conte wouldn't, Conte won't put up with that shit. If he thinks that his bottom lip's out, yeah. Conte will drop him. Sorry, Whereas and I'm I need to sure know. Nuno would. I need to ask one more question about Conte. Best result, like where was he? That, I haven't done my research on Conte. He won the title with Chelsea, but he won the title with Juve. Juve and Inter, Inter. Milan. Wherever he goes, he wins. And Italy, 2016 national team, really shit yeah. Italy, did really well. Yeah, he did. He's a great coach, yeah. but he's a short fix. Yeah. But he's like... Why a short fix? He's a, I think he burns his bridges with the, oh, the management. Yeah, and he's very passionate. So players and, love him or they hate him? He's a love him or yeah. hate him guy, too? They love him at first, I think. Yeah. They? And then it might wear thin, I think. That's well, winning does never wears thin. It's It's... If you lose and how he approaches you when you lose. Because yeah. 
you can. There's no one getting yelled at if you're. He doesn't give a shit. I think he's ruthless with his players, right? Remember so, when he brought when he he put Moses. He, yeah, Moses and um, and Alonso were his wingbacks, and they were fucking out of this world. But they were like not even nobody before. Guy didn't. Yeah, they were drifting. Out Moses of the game. failed at Liverpool. Didn't didn't play. Yeah, and actually. Since I was in, where is he now? I don't know. Back at Wigan, <laughs> you know what I mean. I have no idea where he is. Yeah, like for whatever, like you put him. Conte, he makes players better, and he put them. the Wigan witch trials. <laughs> so anyway, they, he, the ones. He, he made Chelsea into just a dynamite, dynamite team. I think he'll do a really great job there. I, I, I do. Eighteen months, and I wonder if maybe he decided eighteen months because in eighteen months who's leaving? Pep, right? Well, and. But you know what? To be fair, in two months you could have a contract, and there's going to be who knows going to be. Yeah, it's right. right. I think it, one, yeah, the, the jobs are out. short. It's just to get make sure you're paid out yeah. properly if you get deuced in nine months. Yeah, at the end of the season, the turnover like, is unbelievable. Yeah, it unbelievable. Is. Right now it's firing season too. Right? I mean, oh, have, what three, four guys have gone in the last month? Well, yeah, like when they're going into that game, Man U Spurs, right? It's like, oh, okay, Ollie, maybe one of you guys has been fired on Monday morning. Yeah, right. That's what it came down to. Yeah, there's definitely <laughs> a good chance that one of you were gone, and and that's exactly what happened. Better Man U, who's winning that game? <laughs> we got. Uh, I'm, I'm playing this Man one. U, Man City. I'm playing this one. Okay. I'm going to go first because uh, I think that Man U is going to draw. <laughs> I think it's going to be a 2-2 draw. 2-2 draw? Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, this Man U team has this this tendency to bail its manager out when he has to be bailed out every month. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then they just... And does a draw bail them out? Bail him out? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think it would keep him so around keeps for a around. week. Oh, jeez, yeah. Don't you? Is it a week-to-week thing then oh, at this point? Pfft. Yes. It's day-to-day then. Yeah, I think Let's so. Let's put it this way. Man United will have managers that they have tapped up. They've got guys that are... So people are lined up already. They, they know whether they're available. That's an awkward conversation, eh? You know, hey, and the, and the thing Ole's is that, best friend. Hey. Well, that's right. But the manager, <laughs> right? But the manager, the manager in place was that guy. Right. Ollie was getting... What a dirty game. Talk it's, to... It's, it's politics. It's dirty politics right? is what it is. Who was at the time? Van Hal? Uh, before Oli? Uh, Mourinho. Mourinho. Oh, that's right. Mourinho. Right, Mourinho, yeah. yeah, yeah. So they've been talking ago, behind right? Mourinho's back. And, and he's been and gone at Spurs since. Yeah. <laughs> no, <that's> <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> what a world. That's right. And Great result. And they're going to bring in another manager and they think that team's going to do any different? Sulking little whiny babies. But one guy scores us a goal, so they're just fine. Who's going to win it? Yeah. Or say City. Right. Two to one. Ooh. For City, two one? Yeah. De Bruyne. That might gonna, be enough to De Bruyne's going to be a star of the game because he right. didn't play today. He got dropped in. Liverpool. West, West Ham. Ham. Yep. Uh, quickly, Craig. Uh, West Ham is obviously one of the stories this season. They've been fantastic. Um, David Moyes. How, like, you know what? United there's should, another guy. United should hire him. Yeah, no kidding. Well, yeah. You know, you, you can't judge him on that at all. I mean, they just had failure after failure after that. But who couldn't take that job at the time, right? But he did, what, 10 years Everton. at Everton? Yeah, Preston. He was Top half at. every year. Just Fifth about. or sixth every year, wasn't he? Yeah. 
All right. He so went to sorry. He went to v, and then he went to uh, um, Spain. So, uh, yep. So shit. Didn't bad. do well. Didn't do well there. Sunderland didn't work out. But no. at that point, Sunderland was just a burning yeah. wreck. And when he went when he went to West Ham, people were like, ah, I don't yeah. know. Now they're singing his praises. You can't do anything wrong. Yep. Amazing. So what do you think, Craig? This one, I'm dying for the can. That's why I'm rushing you. One one. One one. All right. One one. More drop points for the Reds. Unfortunately, no for West Ham. Drop. Oh, drop points yeah, for West yeah, Ham. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah if I could talk, yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> Three one. Uh, Liverpool. All right, that's more like it. There you go. What are you All looking right, at good. me for? Because I want. Yeah, you look West me. Ham well, we look at I me in the eyes when you said five years or... with West Ham, but he's been a Reds fan for how long? Oh, a long. No, I'm enjoying. Keep talking. We had, no, Washington. no. I, we're gonna. We're gonna. <laughs> you gotta say your bye, your nice goodbye. Uh, I it's forty picks. It's forty picks. Oh, it's forty picks on forty prime. Lovely. Thanks, fellas. It was fun. Nice little chat in the tent. Um, we're back in a couple of days' time with uh, our Jonathan Osorio interview. Other chats on the way. John Herbman, we we think as well, coming up very shortly. And on Saturday. At York United, if you're listening now, come out and join us. We'll be there in numbers, and we'll be doing a podcast live from York Lions Stadium. Come on by, have a chat, have a beer. We'll see you then. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.